In this episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the injury to Nicholas Backstrom. What does this mean to the Washington Capitals team? Let's talk about that next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check that out. My name is Dan Holman. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So first of all, this is uh, my welcome back to the show. Last week, I took a week of vacation. I hope you guys all enjoyed the interviews that I had lined up. Um, as you can kind of tell, they were recorded over like the last month or so. So some of the the data in the interviews were was a little bit dated, but uh, I hope you did enjoy those episodes. But in any event, this episode, we are going to talk about Nick Backstrom. Um, as we all know that he was facing that hip injury this uh, past season. And what does this mean to the Washington Capitals? Um, like I say, when when I was talking with uh, Andrew Gillis, the, the thing that kind of worries me the most about all of this is that Nick Backstrom did not rule out retirement. We're going to talk about that in this episode. Then we're also going to talk about who is going to fill in for Nick Backstrom in his absence. Uh, what are the ramifications of this? Uh, I know I talked about earlier that maybe uh, Lars Eller played his last game with the Washington Capitals. Does that change anything at all? And what player on the Hershey Bears could stand to benefit from uh, this more misfortune to Nicholas Backstrom? So just to get it going here, uh, Capital Center Nicholas Backstrom underwent left hip resurfacing surgery on Friday. The team announced Saturday afternoon he will begin a lengthy recovery process immediately. And uh, this was kind of the news that, uh, you know, we didn't really want to hear. I think that, uh, you know, as if you're a Capitals fan, you were hoping to hear that everything was going to be okay. But uh, just from like reading these different articles and everything that I've read about it um, is that it can be a lengthy process. Uh, Frank uh, Sarah Volley wrote on Twitter, a long road ahead for Backstrom who, as he hinted before, might not be able to make it back to the NHL. This is the words of Frank Saravalli, who is kind of a big name in the NHL. He's on Twitter. Check it out. Ryan Kessler underwent the surgery in 2019 and never played again. And then Ed Javovansky was first to do it in 2013. It took him a full year to rehab, played 37 games, and retired so, I mean, it's kind of a scary thought if you're a Washington Capitals fan to, to think that the possibility is out there that Nick Baxter might not ever play another game uh, of hockey period or with the Washington Capitals. 
And uh, just a little bit on what Nick Backstrom had done. He had a hip resurfacing is a form of a hip replacement that helps provide pain relief and helps the patient lead a more normal life rather than replacing the head of the thigh bone in the socket. However, during hip resurfacing, the femoral head is trimmed down and capped with a smooth metal covering and the damaged socket is removed and replaced with a metal shell while a hip replacement usually marks the end of a career for a high-end athletes. Hip resurfacing has given some hope to athletes who struggle with hip issues. And uh, in that episode that I talked with uh, Andrew Gillis of NBC Sports Washington, if you haven't had a chance, go and check it out. Um, He talked about that and just the amount of things that uh, uh, Nick Backstrom had to do to even play towards the end of last season. Uh, He was in almost constant um, rehabilitation. They were giving him, you know, cortisone shots. And uh, a lot of the players on the team, you know, they kind of felt sorry for him because he was in kind of really rough shape there. Uh, for a lengthy period of time towards the end of the season. So that's that's what the Capitals are facing now. You're missing, uh, you know, undoubtedly the number one center for the Washington Capitals. Uh, just a big history with Alex Ovechkin and uh, Nick Backstrom together. So it is a bit worrisome about that. Um, as the team's breakdown day a month ago, Backstrom 34, uh, and there were decisions to be made about what was next in relation to the status of his chronic left hip injury. He later added that it would never be 100% again. And, uh, you know, that's the tough part of this whole thing is just kind of taking the hockey aspect away from it. Um, I know that, you know, it's kind of easy to be selfish as a Washington Capitals fan and to say, no, Nick Backstrom, I want you to continue playing for the Washington Capitals. But Nick Backstrom still has a life to lead outside of the NHL and outside of the Washington Capitals. So ultimately for me, I want Nick Backstrom to do whatever he feels like he needs to do. Because let's face it, he has a long road ahead of him. You know, uh, I'm not an NHL hockey player, but uh, if I was an NHL hockey player, I would be thinking to myself, I'm going through this big um, rehabilitation process. It's going to take a lengthy period of time, and that's just to be to live a normal life. But to then have to ramp up to play on a level of an NHL player, that's a whole nother level on top of what, you know, a normal everyday person would have to do. So just going about and doing all of that to risk the possibility of re-injuring that again would just kind of mess with me, um, you know, because hockey is a full contact sport, as we all know. So the odds of him risking another injury, um, you know, something similar to that could definitely be possible. So I think that those are things that probably, you know, weigh on Nick Backstrom's mind, you know, is if I'm going to go through and do all of this, this work to get back into, to be better, am I going to want to risk that and, and get injured again? Those have to be tough questions for him to answer. Um, Uh, Going forward, Backstrom's hip was surgically repaired in 2015, and he missed the beginning of the 21-22 season while recovering. He returned to the Caps in December, but struggled to regain his usual level of play. Clearly ailed by a nagging injury, teammates commended Backstrom throughout the season, commenting often on how much work he had to put in merely to get on the ice. And, uh, you know, just that speaks of the character of Nick Backstrom. I think that if he came, you know, from a weaker uh, substance, I think that he may have just said, you know, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to play. It's not worth it. But uh, you can tell that he's an ultimate competitor. And, uh, you know, that's what separates someone like a professional hockey player from myself is, you know, 
if I was going through that, I would be like, you know, enough of this. I, I, I don't want to risk this kind of level of, of injury again. I mean, it could be devastating for a guy that's only in his 30s. Um, that's a scary thought. I mean, in his 30s, he, I mean, potentially has a very long life ahead of him. Um, does he want to risk, you know, living the rest of his life hobbled up and having a hard time getting around? Those are tough questions for him to ask, but just the, the amount of compete level that he brought and to just want to keep playing every day, even though he knew he was playing with, you know, a major injury and what it, what it meant uh, just kind of speaks volumes of Nick Backstrom and 47 regular season games. Backstrom scored 31 points and had 25 assists toward the end of the season. However, he took a handful of maintenance days to make the hip as manageable as possible to get on the ice and I think that the camera's kind of coming into focus here a little bit because I remember there was a lot of people that were talking about that uh, towards the end of the season is that why isn't Nick Backstrom on the ice? What's going on with him? And well, as it turns out, it sounds like that injury was more substantial than we all thought. Um, I, we all kind of knew that he had a hip injury, but now it's coming into focus, you know, how, you know, devastating and how major of an injury that he had faced. And, uh, but now it's the road to recovery for Nick Backstrom. Let's really hope that uh, he is able to come back. I would mean, I would love nothing more than for Nick Backstrom to come back and join the Washington Capitals. But is that what is what's going to happen? Uh, like I say, those are some tough questions to, to answer. He's a warrior longtime teammate, Alex Ovechkin said on Breakdown Day in May. He's a tough man. I'm pretty sure he's going to be better next year. Obviously, everybody knows what he means to the team, for the organization, for us. He's a leader, and I hope he's going to get better. Backstrom injury will mean a significant financial complication for Washington. He carries a $9.2 million hit on the cal salary cap for the next three seasons, the second highest on the team behind Ovechkin's $9.5 million cap hit and the 28th highest in the entire NHL. Without a long a timeline given for his return, the Capitals' future for the 22-23 season and beyond is now uncertain. So, you know, and that's all the Capitals' things to figure out, you know, is the, is the financial impact. And, you know, the thing that's unfortunate is that, you know, this is coming on the heels of, of him signing that huge contract, only second to Alex Ovechkin on the team. So those are, you know, some dollars that are tied up there. In 15 NHL seasons, all in Washington, the franchise icon has played 1,058 games and scored 264 goals and 747 assists. In team history, Backstrom ranks second in games played, fourth in goals, first in assists, and second in points. He is 91st on the NHL's all-time scoring list with 1,011 career points. So, I mean, the records speak for himself. I mean, um, like I was when I was talking with Andrew Gillis, he said that, you know, I think that his um, um, jersey is going to hang from the rafters. I don't think that there, there's ever going to be another uh, number 19 for the Washington Capitals after that. I mean, and just just the, the amount of uh, things that he has brought to this team, you know, it could be argued that Alex Ovechkin would not be the player that he is today if it wasn't for someone like Alex or excuse me for Nick Backstrom. So. Those are, you know, just some big things uh, for the Washington Capitals to have to consider. All right. So after the break here, we are going to talk about who could potentially slot in for someone like Nick Backstrom. Uh, does that mean that perhaps that Lars Eller will continue his career with the Washington Capitals? Are the Capitals going to have to trade for someone to fill that role? Um, or do they have someone in Hershey could fit, that could fill that role? We'll talk about that. But first... 
BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. We have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcasts even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On Podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you for your help. All right, welcome back to this episode of Locked On Capitals. And what we are going to talk about in the show is Nick Backstrom. Um, and, you know, what is ahead for this team? Uh, you know, I had talked about earlier that it almost seemed a lock that uh, Lars Eller had played his last game with the Washington Capitals. Um, but is that the case now? Who is going to fill that role of center? Um, if you kind of just take a look at this roster, who do the Washington Capitals have as center? For one, we got Nick Backstrom, we have Nick Dowd, Lars Eller, uh, we have Evgeny Kuznetsov, you know, Connor McMichael at times plays that position, um, and then Joe Snively, if he in fact comes back to the big team. So there are some big questions out there about who is going to fill that role in Nick Backstrom's absence. Um, you know, you could take a look at that and, you know, just looking at it for myself, I was, like I said, and I talked about before that it almost seemed a locked on thing that Lars Eller would probably move on from the Washington Capitals just because they have so much money tied up into him. But uh, I think that ultimately this is going to change um, the direction that the Washington Capitals are going to go. Uh, they still might move on from Lars Eller in favor of uh, someone like a Connor McMichael. But then you kind of take a look down the depth chart a little bit. What does this mean? Who could fill this position? And as you take a look in Hershey, they do have some bigger names, you know, names that are familiar to you if you've followed this team. Mike Scarbosa, Garrett Pilon, Mike Vecchioni, um, uh, J Riley Sutter. So there are some bigger names uh, that could potentially slot in there. Um, it, you know, Bear Hughes is another one that you hear there, but uh, with his contract talks and everything that was going on there, that is most likely not going to be the, the case there. Alexi Protus is another one just looking at the roster for the Hershey Bears. So those are some names um, that uh, are were on the roster for the Hershey Bears last year. I know that uh, the, the a bit has changed with some of those players as far as contracts and that kind of thing, but those are some of the options that the Washington Capitals have at their disposal. So, I mean, there is a possibility, like I say, that they could potentially move on from someone still like Lars Eller, but to find someone that is going to fill someone of that caliber is going to be a bit difficult. Um, if you just kind of take a look at what he brings to this team, 
And then there's other injuries around the team. Some of those I will talk about in upcoming episodes, like the, uh, the um, injury to Alex Alexiev and uh, what that means to the Washington Capitals. And then also Tom Wilson. Um, so, I mean, there, you know, this is a team that is in a bit of a rebuild. I mean, I think that it's, you know, kind of happening or a retooling, if you want to use Ted Leonsis' words. Um, so, I mean, there is some uncertainty and, you know, some of it is kind of rearing its ugly head. This is an aging roster. And, uh, you know, not to say that this kind of injury can happen to a younger player, but when you look at Tom Wilson, who is, you know, best case scenario coming back in December and uh, Nick Backstrom, who's going to miss some substantial time. There's all sorts of questions that surround this this team. Who is going to fill in those roles? You know, those are some big positions to fill. I mean, if you take a look at someone like Nick Backstrom, um, who, like I say, has, you know, just a ton of records and, and credit to his name. You know, who's going to fill in and, and uh, do a lot of the things that he did with this team? I mean, it's easy to kind of look at some of these players and think that it's just plug and play. And, you know, well, I'm going to put this guy in here and that guy in here. It's not always that case. Um, if you just take a look at what he contributed and uh, what he did, Backstrom, Backstrom scored his 1,000th career point on March 9th, 2022 on an assist to TJ Oshie against the Edmonton Oilers, becoming only the second player in Capitals history to reach the threshold after Alex Ovechkin. Um, Backstrom reached 700 career assists on March 5th, 2021 in a 5-1 loss to the Boston Bruins. Um and then uh, Nick Backstrom signed that contract on January 14th, 2020. The Capitals signed Backstrom to a five-year, $46 million contract extension. Um, just I'm kind of going over some of the highlights just to show you that, you know, Nick Backstrom is a bit of a four-leaf clover that you can't just, you know, like I say, it's not a plug-and-play with this guy. He's not a, a fourth-line center. Um, oftentimes, he's on the second line or the first line. Backstrom reached and surpassed 600 assists in an uh, October 23rd, 2018 game against the Vancouver Canucks and became the 87th player in NHL history to reach this mark. A pregame ceremony was held for Backstrom for reaching 600 career assists on November 7th, 2018 before the Capitals game against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. And uh, I mean, the records and the accolades and just what he has accomplished just keeps rolling and rolling. So that's what I'm talking about. He's not just this one dimensional player. Um, he has just a ton of credibility and just the things that he's done for this team. And, uh, you know, be, being that he has, you know, kind of a lengthy period of time left on his contract, it is most unfortunate that uh, this had to happen. Um I guess I don't know uh, where this injury stems from, if there was one particular incident. But uh, in any case, it, uh, it, it is a bit worrisome um, for this team. Is, you know, who is going to fill that role? Um, there's no real easy answers there. Um, so, I mean, it's just going to be kind of a waiting game to see, you know, how he progresses. And I, I think ultimately, um, you know, what happens after the camp here. So, after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about Nick Backstrom, his injury, and how this affects the Capitals, and what this means for this team coming up. We'll talk about that more after the break. All right, welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. In this episode, we're talking primarily about Nick Backstrom and what this means uh, to this Washington Capitals team that he faced this, you know, this uh, resurfacing of sorts uh, on his hip. Um, 
And just the, just the ramifications and the fallout from that, like I talked about in the earlier segment there, uh, hip resurfacing is a form of hip replacement. Um, but, you know, like Frank uh, Saravelli talked about, uh, it has meant uh, some, you know, kind of a major impact on some players before him. Ryan Kessler underwent the surgery in 2019 and never played again. And, uh, you know, there's some players out there that have uh, faced this before and it's been the end of their career. And I think that ultimately that is why Nick Backstrom did not rule out retirement. Um, and Elliot Freeman had talked about it as much as he was a bit concerned uh, that uh, that Nick Backstrom didn't rule out retirement. Because generally speaking, when you talk to professional athletes, whether it be in the NHL or any other professional sport, they try to put on a, a strong face, a tough face to say, you know, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to do whatever I have to do, and I'm going to get back to playing hockey again. But Nick Backstrom didn't say that. And I think that ultimately he knew what kind of injury he had. He knew what kind of rehabilitation he was going through. And, uh, you know, he knew that, you know, there's a possibility that he might not ever return to being 100%. And that's what has been said in this articles that I've talked about here is that there is the possibility that uh, he may never return again. And that article I was reading there was before was from NBC Sports Washington. They were talking about that. And that is a scary thought is the, is the fact that, you know, who who's going to fill that role? I mean, like I, t- I was talking about and I was looking at the roster there. And you take a look on who's the wa- on the Washington Capitals. So there is some potential players that could step up. Is this the big year for Connor McMichael to step up and solidify his role as a center on the Washington Capitals? I know that he was scratched. Uh, throughout the season and kind of was in and out of the lineup. I think that Evgeny Kuznetsov obviously rises to the number one center on the team in his absence. But then there's some outliers there too. Joe Snively in his brief uh, time with the Washington Capitals played very well, I have to say. Um, does that mean a bigger role for him? I mean, you know, this oftentimes in sports, a major injury like this is kind of a, a, a door opening for another player. So this could be, you know, uh, you know, Nick Backstrom's loss could be Joe Snively's gain, you know, if you take a look at it in those um, terms. And, uh, you know, obviously I still hope that Nick Backstrom comes back, but I think that the Washington Capitals have that depth, uh, whether it be on the Washington Capitals or in Hershey. So if I'm taking a look at that roster in Hershey right now, and I'm going to pick someone that is probably ready to fill a role like that. I'm going to say probably someone like a Mike Vecchioni. Um, I think that, you know, he played very well for the Washington Capitals in his brief stint there. And he also played well for the Bears last year. And another one that you could put in there is Garrett Pilon. I think that, uh, you know, that is another potential. So I don't think that it's all doom and gloom. I think that there is, you know, a shot for one of these younger players. Um, and I also think that it might mean... You know, that um, Lars Eller does stick around a bit longer than I anticipated. Um, I guess not, uh, you know, we're learning more and more uh, throughout the summer and what this means for this Washington Capitals team. But, uh, you know, like I'm saying, that that that's a big hole on, on this lineup. And if you take a look at his record and what he has done for this team, you know, it's not an easy fill. It's not an easy fix. So uh, we're hoping for the best for Nick Backstrom and hope, you know, it's not going to be a speedy recovery, but I hope that it's a recovery where he can return to playing hockey again, if that's what he so chooses to do. So 
let's everyone keep our fingers crossed for, for Nick that he is able to, to come back and play hockey someday, or at least return to a life uh, where he is comfortable because ultimately, you know, like I say, there is the life outside of hockey. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from our local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. So that was what we're going to talk about in this episode. This last, what we were talking about here was Nick's, Nick Backstrom. So what we're going to talk about in tomorrow's podcast is Alexiev. He had a, a procedure done there too. What does that mean for the Washington Capitals? I think that Alexiev was kind of poised to make his big push on the Washington Capitals as uh, one of the young defensemen. How does that change the outlook for him? We'll talk about that in tomorrow's episode. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked on Capitals. We'll talk to you next time.